The Biscuit is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Find out more at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. Today's installment of the Who Built Me podcast features a conversation between our producer, Andy Goh, and Ohavia Phillips. Now, if you don't know who Ohavia Phillips is, shame on you. You got to attend the O Show. Ohavia is a former news broadcaster in Charlotte and an amazing communicator. She has her bachelor's in communications, her master's in crisis communications, and she's working on her PhD in crisis communications. She's also an incredible person. She has a spirit that lights up any room. And, and let me tell you, that's an adjective or a description that is way overused. But the way that Ohavia does it is not by grabbing all the light. It's by sharing what she has. She makes other people feel seen, heard, valued, and loved. Right? She has a laugh, and let's say it, the woman has to Millie rock anytime she hits a room. She's got a laugh and a dance and a spirit that lifts people around her. But she didn't get that way on her own. Her mom and many others have been incredible examples for her, investing in her, mentoring her. She is a gift to Charlotte on the best of days. And today's interview was recorded before the death of George Floyd and before the demonstrations and the protests in Charlotte. Ohavia shines in any situation, but this week, as I record this, she has shown brighter than ever before. She has encouraged people to have the tough conversations, hosting daily Instagram classes for anyone to learn how to talk about difficult matters of race and inherent systemic racism. She's taught white people how to deal with the guilt they feel, how uncomfortable they are having very challenging conversations. And she's done it all with grace. She has lifted up her community, and that includes every person of every color in Charlotte. She has a set of gifts that are great and valuable on any day, but they have been a shining light in the Queen City and a gem in our crown this week. So that's enough from me. Everything you need to know about Ohavia Phillips and who she is follows right now. Thanks for listening. Welcome, Biscuit listeners, to another episode of Who Built Me? Today's guest is media personality, TV show host, and native of Brooklyn, New York, Ohavia Phillips. Welcome, Ohavia. Hey, Andy. Hey, y'all. Hey, Charlotte. (laughs) Hey, Ohavia. Glad to have you on the podcast today. So I want to start by talking about how your mother has helped build you and inspire you to be the person you are today. Yes, absolutely, Andy. So to know me is to know like my mom is like my everything. Like when people see me, it's funny because it's like a lot of of my inspiration, uh, things that I've gotten things from, the person who inspires a lot of the content that I create is my mom. And so when asked to talk about who built me, it was it was obviously a no brainer. But the reason why my mom is an inspiration for a lot is because she's the true definition of resilience. Like growing up, um, I didn't have a pops, so it was just my mom. And like child after child, I'm the oldest of five. I just saw 
saw how she continued to not only step up, but she showed out and everything she did was really an excellence. I mean, she's an RN. She serves others. That's what she does. And so growing up, um, it really was just watching her serve other people that I learned, wait a minute, it's not, it's not about me. And also like how she was able to just give love and just be who she really was. And again, her strength with being a single mom and just her strength with always showing up for us. I think that it just really inspired me. So a lot of what I watched her do is what I uh, pretty much transmute in my own life is always showing up. And regardless of if life happens or when times happen, uh, you just, you just show up in excellence. Cause that's what I watched my mom do. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. And again, shout out to all the single parents out there, single moms, yes. especially they're some of the strongest people in the world. Yes. Um, talk to me then. Tell me, Ohavia, about a time maybe when you were growing up, you know, certainly before you know you're the person you are today, that mm-hmm. you saw that resiliency that you spoke about with your mom, that you saw that play out in person. Absolutely. So um, there was a time in our lives when we were in a domestic violence shelter, like uh, the relationship between my parents, it it wasn't tumultuous, but it was very weird. And it just presented a lot of conflict. And I remember my mom, she said, I do not want my girl children because it's me, my sister, three boys. But my mom was like, I don't want my girl children to think that this is normal. Right. So by her will, by her choosing, she was like, we're leaving this situation because I don't ever want you guys to think that this is what love looks like. So we entered into a domestic violence shelter. And I remember the first month we were in there, when I tell you, Andy, it was like the lowest of low because we had left all our things behind, like literally on a porch. (laughs) We left it there, put it in garbage bags and we was just out because my mom was out. And I remember the first night we stayed in the shelter, she said, oh, Havia, I'm going to get you guys out in three months. That's what she said. She said, this is not the normal. Uh, This is not life. I'm going to get you out. We had to transition. This is what it takes, but we're going to be out in three months. And Andy, we were out in like under three months. So I watched her work. I watched her grind uh, with one car. We had a minivan. She would take me to school and my sister to school. And then uh, at the time, we there was three of the boys and like they were all in separate schools. And I just watched how she remained consistent. She used to stay up late at night and she would plan and she would plot the next day. She would lay clothes out. It literally was like she didn't miss a beat. And it was even more turned up because she knew, OK, look, I got to show my kids that One, you can overcome anything, but two, when you put a timeline on yourself, you got to see it through. So even though that was the lowest point in my life, what my mom really did was become the example of life is going to throw you blows. I mean, it's inevitable, but you put a timeline in place and you, you reach it, period. You just reach it. And so definitely that was a pivotal time in my young life before all this stuff. (laughs) That's great. I, and again, I love the way that, that she conveyed those sorts of feelings to you through her actions. She didn't yeah. just, I'm sure, tell you about it. She literally showed it to you uh, yeah. with the things that she did. Tell me about, Ohavia, a time when all those lessons uh, really hit home for you in something that happened to you in your own personal life. Give me a moment where where you knew that you were faced with something and you had to make a decision and and some of that wisdom and that resiliency that your your mom taught you uh, was able to guide you through a situation without her actually being there to help do it for you. Yes, Andy, 100%. So it's so funny when you were asking the question, the first thing that came to my mind was when I decided to quit my nine to five. Um, I had no money. (laughs) Uh, I actually had just gotten into a a car wreck, so I didn't have a car at the time. And really, in retrospect, I was at my lowest because I didn't save anything up. I didn't have another job lined up. I literally was like, okay, what are we doing? And instantly, Andy, when I tell you, I thought about how my mom was like, look, in three months, we'll be out. So for myself, I said, okay, Ohavia, if you want to do this media thing, if you want to 
to be a servant in the community, if you want to be there for Charlotte, then show up. And I set a goal for myself. And at the time it wasn't in months per se, it was more so by booking. So I was like, if I could get one person to respond back to my email, we're live. Like we're, we're going all the way up. And instantly that moment that I saw my mom set in place from the shelter to when I decided to quit my job and set a timeline for myself, it just came out. And so for me, that was that moment. And literally, Andy, I got my first email back like, hey, Olivia, we actually would like a host for something. We've never done it before. Would you be interested in kind of like, you know, trying it out with us? I was like, oh, my gosh, it's happening. But like I continuously had to show up in my day. So it was like waking up every morning, sending emails, some emails coming back because like I guess the person never used the email anymore. <laughs> I'm even being told no in some cases. And it was getting really discouraging. And again, this is all while not having a job and no money saved up. But that resilience that I watched my mom give, I was like, you know what? Let's just keep pushing. And one day it only took one person to respond. And then the rest was really history. There you go. That's the result of uh, that hard work and that preparation meeting your opportunity to create something wonderful for yourself. Yeah. If your mother was here today and she was listening in on this conversation, what would she say is something that she's most proud of you for? Oh man, Andy, I'm about to cry. No, I'm kidding. No, I might, I might, I might sniffle, guys. Um, something that my mom might say she's proud of. Okay, is that I stuck it through. Um, I remember even when I told her, like, mom, I, I think I want to quit my, my nine to five. She supported me. She really did. She said, OK, the only two things I ask is one, you be really happy. And two, you be really wealthy. <laughs> and I think that <laughs> if she was listening in on this podcast, she would be proud that I saw it all the way through from quitting a nine to five to now having uh, my own platform and serving my community because it was a promise that I made her. And every day when I show up in, in my day and in content creating, is keeping that promise to her. So now I'm getting teary-eyed, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. So, so, so that that actually kind of makes me think, though, uh, that last thing that you said there, how you you show up in your day to day with all those things that she's taught you. What what is it that you see in yourself today that most reminds you of that quality uh, that mm-hmm. that your mom's given you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I think three things is one is consistency. So like I'm talking every morning, I have a routine. So like I'll wake up, I'll pray, I'll meditate, I'll look at the calendar and then start recording or create content. So one is definitely um, consistency. The second thing is uh, resilience, right? So showing up even amidst a no, because contrary to popular opinion for a lot of people's favorites and even some of my own favorites, everything isn't always a yes. And when you always get a yes, you're really not building your stamina up for when you get a no. And so sometimes even still, <laughs> I'll get a no and I'm like, okay, don't let this take you out. Don't let this take you out. So that resilience, that stamina is being built up in me. And um, last is definitely the faith, man. And it's funny because regardless of what specifics you believe in, I think it's important to have faith in something, a source which you can connect to where you could tell yourself like, look, no matter what happens, I have to maintain. No matter what happens, I have to keep that grit, that grind, that hustle, that faith that I got to make it happen. So those are definitely the three things are, um, are, yeah, consistency, resilience, and faith. And I just practice those things every day until somebody says yes. (laughs) Honestly. All right. Ohavia, I want you to tell me about a moment that you remember, one single moment where your mom said something to you or did something for you 
that had a lasting impact on yourself, not just in general, in the, in the macro view, like you've told us, but one particular moment that stands out to you? So that one thing that definitely stuck with me was don't do it for the people, right? Don't do it for the people. When you show up and you respond to your assignment, that's something that's personal. Now, if people rock with it and they really love it, that's a blessing that shouldn't be taken for granted. But whenever you create or go into something, never do it for the people. Do it for yourself because you love it. Because at the end of the day, when people don't like it, that's what's going to keep you showing up regardless. And that's something that definitely stuck with me for years. And she said that. And it's funny because when she told me that it was like a seventh grade talent show. Like it was nothing in pertinence to media. I wasn't doing any of this right now. I was like super young, but it was like, never do it for the people. Do it because you love it. And I was like, oh, okay. And then like the older I got, it started coming back to me. And I was like, man, my mom, she might be a genius. I don't know, Andy. It's funny. It's funny how when you're younger, you think they're just, uh, your your parents are just talking, uh, you know, blah, 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 and all that sort of stuff. And then when you get older, the more you realize they knew exactly what they're talking about. They were trying to, they were trying to put you up on some game and you just weren't listening, but, uh, but you know, eventually it seeps in somehow. Right. Yeah. I caught it slow, but you know what? It's it's okay. She, she tried to tell me in seventh grade, Andy. I don't know what I was doing. I don't know, (laughs) but I got it now. All right. All right. Oh, Havia. Anything else you want to add about your mother and about how she's inspired you? I just want to say, mommy, I love you. And, you know, everybody love on your parents, but specifically single parents. Um, Show love to a single parent if you know of one or if you are one. I just want to say publicly, I appreciate you because it really is not for the faint of heart. But because you continue to show up every day in your child's life, you're raising a great. You're raising a great. So thank you for your service. Thank you, parents of Charlotte. That's it. (laughs) Ohavia Phillips, thanks for being on the Biscuit Podcast. Oh, yeah. Thank you for listening to Ohavia Phillips' Who Built Me Story. Who Built Me is a podcast series about the vital impact of social capital produced by Charlotte is Creative and Andy Go of Gojo Studios. Sponsored by Foundation for the Carolinas. 